Tis the season to be jolly. Well, I wish somebody had told the Carry On crew, because, you know, I love Carry On, as you know. I think the films are great. And I have seen some of the other specials, you know, What a Carry On and um, seasonal specials. And I've had a look at one of them today on YouTube. You know, with the, with the passing of Barbara Winter and, and uh, my love of those, I thought that might be something fun to do. And I was wrong. You see, I've, I've always thought that some of the kind of sketch, um, shorter form comedy is not what they're really good at. The long form gags are comedy and gags within that long form comedy are what people like. Talbot Rothwell, who wrote who wrote this um, with someone else, um, is good at really. And I wasn't really very enamoured. I'm really quite disappointed. You know, it's set in a sort of uh, country house. It looks like in Victorian times, you know, so you've got Joan and Hattie dressed up as maids and Valerie Leon as well, you know. Um, you've got Butterworth and Kenneth Connor, Peter Butterworth, Kenneth Connor as hosts. Should be great. They've called it Carry On Stuffing. They're all around the table eating. Norman Rossington's also in there. He's a good comedy hand. He's done a few carry-ons early on, so you know he's eating, he knows what he's doing. You've got Jack Douglas doing the kind of rank, um, you know, gong thing for dinner, doing uh, unacceptably camp, but this is the 70s, as we know. Um, they apparently are all members of the Pudding Club, this, and they're going to tell stories. So, um, for instance, we get the first story is Joan Sims' story, and it's Jack Douglas and uh, Barbara Windsor. She, of course, is naked, apart from the hair covering the obvious uh, um, parts. And he's saying, I want it, I need it, you know. You know, he's saying, oh, I don't, I don't want to give it to you. Go on, I really want it. She gives him a fig leaf, leaf. he eats it. She looks to camera, sad face, done. Well, it's all right, but, you know, in a film, you'd be moving on to something else, a bit of plot. You'd think, well, that's a bit hokey, but that's fine, because now I'm moving on to something else. Um, there are some big misses here, or some big... People who aren't here. I don't know what year this is, so I'm not sure if Sid was around at this time. Charles Hawtrey isn't here. Um, we know uh, that um, after a certain point in the 70s, it's generally thought that he wouldn't be able to be here. Uh, Bernard Breslaw isn't here. Kenneth Williams isn't here. So you've got a sort of... It's not the full compliment. And... It just, it's just the material that doesn't work so well. For instance, you've got Kenneth Connor playing two parts in one scene as the host and then an old general and he wants to tell his story. And basically, it's the Up the Khyber um, scene where they're all having their dinner. Wonderful scene. Butterworth superb. Strawberry balls. All of that. Butterworth's in there uh, as dripping uh, as Brother Belcher and also as the kind of... Um, the, the Roy Castle role, you know, um, not Sergeant McNutt, what's he called? It'll come to me. You know, so it's both those roles combined. Uh, in the end, they, you know, they, 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 his wife is Artie Jakes, his daughter is Barbara Windsor, his aged mother there, Joan Sims, doing an old comedy term, which she could do. And, you know, in the end, they all have to taste the bullet because, uh, they're, because they're going to be um, invaded by the natives and all that, you know, all of that. 
and he does that, comes back, and Norman Rossington, who's the uh, who's the butler, comes back in and says they're all celebrating, um, and he says, oh, what a gold blimey, what have I done? And the payoff is that he has said at times like this, we need to uh, open this bottle of port, which has been I've been keeping for so long uh, for a special occasion, and this is it. And they all have the port, the payoff is, what have I done? That port was 50 years old. Yeah, it's all very well done, very well and good, but, you know, we've already seen it in Carry On Up The Kyber, so we don't need to see that. Also, we don't need to see a two Ronnies kind of singing bit. They do a, a bit where they're all singing around the piano in Victorian dress, and you get things like balls, balls, banquets and balls, and then the next one is on the day King Henry got his Hampton Court. Yeah, me too. It's just not great. And I love these performers. They can all do this work, but this work isn't fantastically... Um, it's not great for them, and they deserve better, really. The main piece, really, is a long ghost story with... Um, I was afraid at, at the beginning, because Douglas is doing his friend Epididymus bit, which is a way, way thing that he does, which I really dislike. And... Um, but it's actually got a sense of fun. It's about a haunted house. In the end, they find that it's the, the butler who's doing the haunting because he wants to... I don't know why. I lost interest at that point. But, you know, they have a lot of fun with it. Connor's in it. Uh, Butterworth's in it. You know, you've got Hattie Jakes and Joan Sims. And they're all in it. And Barbara Windsor. You know, and it does have some uh, fun in there, which is really good. They, they, they're having fun with it in a kind of... Um, Let's not bother about the plot or the script. Let's just have some good times doing it. Which is what works with the Mock and Wise play, play what I wrote stuff. Then we get, and I suppose this is supposed to be the main event really, although I'm not quite sure it is. It's a pantomime. Uh, yeah, um, it's Aladdin with Peter Butterworth as Widow Twanky and... Um, Kenneth Connor as Nanky Poo. There's no kind of Abenazer type character in there. He's always after Widow Twanking, you know, after a bit and all that kind of stuff. Nice bit at the beginning with those two. They know what they're doing and it works very well. Barbara Windsor is Aladdin. You'd expect that. The gags are lukewarm. Um, they're actually a little bit obvious and a little bit kind of sexual and nasty, really. Yeah, uh, not ideal. Um, Joan Sims plays the... Um, the female love interest, Bal Baldruba Draw, or Baldrupy Draws, as we like to call her, Princess Yo-Yo. Um, obviously, Aladdin wants um, to be with her. She presents him with a lamp that he's forgotten while he's been laying her lino. Jokes about laying, we get all that. This is all in verse, by the way, you know, which summons up Norman Rossington as a very camp genie. He plays it very well, but he is a camp genie. This is the 1970s, I remember that. They don't go to a cave, they go down to hell, where they meet Jack Douglas, who is Mephistopheles, with actually quite a nice costume. At first I thought, that's just like a pair of spandex trousers and a bit of, and a, and a, and a nasty jumper. He's got a pair of nice boots on, which principal boy should be wearing, really, and, um, and a long tail that he can't cope with um, throughout this. And Jack Douglas does all right, actually, throughout this, and, you know, I like Barbara Windsor in the Carry On films. I know what they are and everything. And, you know, and I know she's recently passed. But in this, she really doesn't get the idea of the 
jokes in the in the in the in, in the the rhymes. So what you get is cavity lavity, not lavatory. It's all right to do it because it's and later on you get put this. You know, I know this tail's putting you in lumber. Why don't you stick it up your jumper? You know, lumber and jumper is all right. We'll get it. So yeah, it's not it's not great. Of course, in the end. He grants them because he loves that. Says, oh, yes, you've sorted my tail problem out. I'll give you lots of gold. And they go home. Yeah, the crowd, I don't know whether it's piped in or if it's, it's probably, some of it seems to be um, shot in the studio and some of it isn't. But the crowd, the audience are absolutely loving this. They're apoplectic with delight. And we only had three channels in those days. And I'm not saying we've become more nuanced with comedy because you've got Mrs. Brown's boys and we all want to go back to the 70s, don't they? Don't we? Because we're in a terrible situation of nostalgia. It's always good in a terrible situation. But this is not the way I want to remember carry-ons. I'm so disappointed. I thought there'd be some more twinkle in here and some material that was a little less lumpen. It does seem like off-cuts and you haven't got much time to do this. Let's get this out. And really, you know, it's much better on an hour and a half or a two-hour film. So it's two out of five. And, you know, tis the season to be jolly. Well, this is like the last turkey in this shop. Ta-ta.